אך אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו, וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שאוכלי עפר קדוש, מה שבארץ אמר ובפך לרבנו הקדוש. צדיק יסוד עולם נחמן ומלכו חוכמה רבנו נחמן יוצא גנה נח נחמן נחמן אומן זכו אותם כגנן ואורי סלאמן. עכשיו בעזרת השם, today we're going to start תורת ט"ו, תורה 15. This is going to be the last of the stories of רבא ברכנה, which רבנו comes and expounds upon. It's going to be the last one. It's going to be a longer class today. We're going to do the entire תורה, תורת ט"ו in one shot. And uh, let's hop right into it. לשון רבנו זיכרונו לברכה, ואתם תהיו לי ממלכת כהנים וכולי, וגוי קדוש, etc. And you shall be for me a kingdom of כהנים, priests, and a holy nation, etc. So, that's the פסוק רבנו starts off, and uh, let's hop right into it. מי שרוצה לטום טעם אור גנוז, one who wants to taste the true taste of the concealed light, the hidden light. And, but this is the light that הקדוש ברוך הוא hid at the beginning of time so that the רשעים would not be able to use this light to their own benefit. This would be a light stored for the tzaddikim in the time to come, um, in the future. But let's see what Rabbeinu means by the Oreganus here. It's that light, but what does the Oreganus imply? These are the secrets of the Torah that will be re- revealed in the future. So one wants to taste this. One must elevate the trait of fear up to its source. So last class we talked about elevating kavod to its source. Now we're going to do the, uh, which is in fear. And now Rabbeinu is going to start using fear and where we have to elevate fear um, in order to taste the tam organus. And how does one elevate yira through mishpat, justice? Or judgment, the king through judgment will establish the earth. And what does the earth imply? The earth is an aspect of fear. That says, the earth feared. So the earth and fear are one idea. And mishpat is what establishes the earth which is fear. So mishpat establishes fear. So in order to get to fear, you must go through mishpat first. What this means in practicality, Abayinu says, you must judge all your works, all your actions. He conducts his affairs with mishpat. Meaning that you should judge and um, uh, that you should judge all your your involvements, all your actions. Um, judge yourself upon all your actions. And with this you'll remove from yourself all the fears all trembling, and what happens? You elevate the aspect of Yira, Bara Unkian, you'll make it clear and completely pure. And only, the only thing that will remain is the fear of God, and no other fear. Meaning, the purest fear is the fear which a person only fears God and no one else, no wild animals, not robbers, not anything in this world except for God. That Rabbanu says explicitly. Um, and we're going to see, I, th- I believe in this Torah also. Because when a person doesn't judge himself and um, he um, he doesn't judge himself in this world, what happens, they judge him from up there. There's two languages of judgment here. Lishpot and Lidon, this idea to, to judge. These are two t- different types of judgment. 
Yeah, a person has to judge himself constantly. And if he doesn't judge himself, then what happens? God himself or up there in the heavens, they will bring down a judgment on him. Or they will judge him. Because if there's no judgment down below, there's judgment up above, as it says in the Midrash. And whenever they judge a person from the judgment that comes from up above, meaning when you don't judge yourself and you allow the heavens, the angels, whatever it is to judge you, then the judgment becomes enclosed within other things. And what happens when a when this deen, which comes from up above, then it comes down, it, it comes enclosed in other things, and all these things become messengers for God's, for God, my bad, become God's messengers to do to this person this mishpat. Meaning God will enclose this mishpat within something in this world, and that thing will then have the, the job now to bring this mishpat to this person, to bring this judgment to this person. Ketubah that says, uh, this, this written judgment. To your judgments, they were steadfast. They stood. Then what did it say right after? All are your servants. What's it said? Meaning to make a judgment to this person. To your judgments, they were steadfast. And then it says, All are your servants. Meaning, when there's a mishpat that comes from Hashem, then those things which the mishpat becomes enclosed within become the messengers of God to, pr- to provide a mishpat for this person, to bring a judgment to this person. But when a person judges himself and there is judgment down below, so there is no judgment up above then. And then the fear doesn't become enclosed within this sort of, this sort of thing in this world to wake up this person. He, because he himself has been awakened through his own judgment. But this is what it says in Tehidim. He puts right the way. What does that mean? One who evaluates his ways. This is the idea. One who evaluates his ways. Meaning one who judges his pathways, his actions, as it says, these are the laws that you shall place. So we see here this idea. The Ela Mishpatim, Mishpat, obviously judgment, Shatasim, that you shall place. This idea of Mishesham, the same word, Sim and Shesham, this idea of evaluating your pathways. So the Mishpat is down below, and then there's no Mishpat from up above. Through this, it says in the end of the verse, I will show him the salvation of God. This represents fear. And God you shall fear, meaning Elohim is the aspect of Yirah. I will show him the salvation of Elohim, Elohim being Yirah. So this is Yirah. Meaning fear ascends from the evil force, Me'aklipa from the, the husks, and from the other nations, through this Mishpat that a person does. So let's see what this means. So when a person judges, he ascend, he brings up fear from the klipa and from the nations through this mishpat. Because at the beginning, what happens, this fear was enclosed within the, within the evil forces or this mishpat was, was gathered by the evil forces. The evil forces had control of it. And this is specifically in a case, when a, and this is manifested basically when a person fears... Um, from sort of from anything, whether it's an officer, a high-ranking official, or a thief, 
or any other fear that a person has, then you can tell that the fear is, or that the mishpat is within the klipot, that the yir'ah is still by the klipot. But when you, this is whenever the fear becomes enclosed within that matter. Meaning, if you fear from an officer, then that officer is becoming a messenger for that fear. That fear is becoming enclosed within the officer to provide deen for you. Because if, because if that fear had not become enclosed within that thing, then that thing would not have had strength to bring fear to this person. Meaning the only reason why the, the thing which you're fearing from has the strength to bring you fear is because the yira is enclosed within that thing. Whatever whatever it is, whether it's an animal, whatever you're fearing from. And Rabbanu explains the source of fear is what? It's da'at. Intellect. As it says in the writings of the Ari HaKadosh and Etchayim, which, if you take, if you know those letters, it's the idea of the of the, it's the five letters of the aleph bet, which have a sofit, which have a, a different letter whenever you put it at the end of a word. For example, there's a mem sofit, there's a nun sofit, there's a, a tzadik sofit, there's a pe, um, there's a pe sofit, and there's a chaf sofit gamken. Um, and what's mansepach? We know it's yirah. If you look at the back, the Rochman speaks about it there. But mansepach, which represents yirah. Is in the da'at, is in the intellect of Ze'er Anpin. This is all very Kabbalistic stuff. It has to do with the Sfirot, but the simple thing is that Mansepach, which represents Yirah, is within da'at. It says, Then you shall understand the fear of God. You shall find the da'at, the intellect of God. Meaning, you understand the fear of Hashem, and when you understand the fear of Hashem, then that, then you have found da'at also. So Yirah is sourced within Da'at, as we see from this Pasuk. And now Rabbeinu is going a step further. The essence of Da'at is within the heart. And I have not given you a heart of understanding, to understand. Because also there is the essence of fear. Meaning within the heart. As the Chachamim say in Kiddushin, we see this Of the things which were given over the heart, which were given over to the heart, or which were concealed in the heart, it's said about those things, you shall fear from God. Meaning those things which are concealed in the heart is the aspect of Yir'ah. Meaning that you shall know to who you shall fear from. Meaning you shall fear the glorious name, meaning Hashem. You shall fear, you shall have fear of His exaltedness and nothing else. This is true Yir'ah. And Yir'ah exists in the heart and within that. We see here this idea. When one reaches this aspect of that, one reaches the, in, the, the insights of the Torah. It says, I am wisdom and I dwell with cunning. What does that That the Torah dwells by the person who has wisdom, meaning cunning, wisdom. As it says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives wisdom to those who are wise. It says in Daliyah. Rabbeinu explains though, there's two aspects of the Torah. There's the aspect of the revealed Torah and there's the aspect of the concealed Torah. But to the aspect of the concealed Torah, one doesn't merit except in the time to come, in the future time. 
אבל בזה העולם זוכה לבחינת נסתר על ידי תפילה בבחינת נפש. ורבנו אקספיין סמטינג בייפס דס. How does one attain the, 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 the concealed parts of the Torah in this world before the, the, the time of the, before the, the future time comes, before the Mashiach comes, etc. Through תפילה, when one prays with sacrifice of soul. When one prays with complete נסירות נפש. Soul sacrifice, self, self-sacrifice. ותפילה זוכה על ידי תורה שבעילי נגלה. And through תפילה, One also merits Torah she benigleh, the revealed Torah, ki ha-Torah she he benigleh he b'chanat Sinai. Now Rabbeinu proves this because the Torah which is revealed is the aspect of Sinai. Kemo sh'amlo chachamenu z'chamu l'cha Sinai ve'okir harim. Hem minay hu adif. Ve'eshivu Sinai adif. Ki ha-kol tzrechin le'mare chetaya. So what does that mean? It's in the Gemara Barachot. Sinai ve'okir harim. Sinai or the uprooter of mountains? Which one is pre- more preferable, preferable to receive the Torah? Oker Arim, the uprooter of mountains or Sinai? The small one or the biggest one? Which is preferable? Veshivu. And they responded, Sinai Adif. Sinai is better. Because everyone needs a grain merchant, meaning the simple one. Everyone needs a simple Avodah. Everyone needs it. Everyone needs the revealed Torah. But the Torah that is concealed, few are those who need it. Because it's much higher. And what does Rabbeinu say? The aspect of Sinai. How Sinai represents lowliness. So let's see what this idea is. We know that Sinai represents lowliness and humility. Because the Gemara said in Sota, that HaKadosh Baruch placed all the mountain before him, and he didn't give the Torah except to Sinai. Why? Through this idea that it was low. And the Chachamim also say, that the, the tefillah of the humble person, the lowly person, is not rejected. I think it's You don't despise the, the broken-hearted. Those who are low and broken-hearted, you don't despise. Meaning their tefillot you accept. And the tefillah that is in the soul, that is in the soul, that is in the Rabbanu says like this, through the Torah that one, that's my bad, so we just explained this idea that through Tfilah one is able to ask, one is able to get through the Torah but through the Tfilah when a person does Tfilah with self-sacrifice, then he's able to attach himself to this Torah this Torah that is completely concealed and he's able to taste these this Torah. Because he says like this, that when a person does tefillah with self, self-sacrifice, he, what he's essentially doing, Rabbanu says, is he's nullifying all his corporeality and now there's no limitation. He's ascended above the limits of this world. And when there's no limitations, there's no boundaries, then he's able to attain the Torah of the future because he's above this aspect of time. Because this Torah is not bound by any limitations and it cannot be circumscribed either. So we see this idea here that when a, to- when a person does tefillah which means he's going above the limitations of this world then he's able to tap upon the Torah that is concealed which is also above limitations. This is what Rabbi Babachana said And we see this story before. One time I saw this from we saw this Torah in lesson 3 that this frog was as big as the city of Hagronia. And how big was the city of Hagronia? 
was a city filled with 60 houses. What happened? A serpent came and swallowed this frog, which was as big as this city of 60 houses. Then came a female raven and swallowed the serpent. It then ascended and sat on a tree. Come and see how great the strength of this tree is. Had I not been there, I would not have believed him. So, says, this is a reference to a frog. The size of this city, the frog was as big as the size of, the size of this city. How big is the size of Hagonia with 60 houses? The Gemara is making this phrase, is saying this phrase. Not Rabbi Bachana. Then came a Tanina. This is a reference. Rabbi is saying this. Pushkansa. When it says Pushkansa, it's a Orem Nekeva, female raven. That this female raven came and perched itself upon one branch. Like most birds do. And what did Rav Papa Bashmol said? Um, I would not have believed him had I not been there. Lohe Emanti, I would have not have believed him. So okay, let's see how Rabenu ties this together according to what we just studied. Akrukta, what is the city? Akrukta, no, my bad. Akrukta means frog. Peresh Rabenu Shmuel, what did Rabenu Shmuel say? Tzfarde a frog. Vezipchinat aliyat ayrash leshorsha. What does frog have to, frog? What does frog represent? This is the aspect of elevating Yirat to its source. How? Hanudat, and what did we say the source of Yirat is that? Because the word Tzfardeya, frog, is actually a compound word. Composite word, my bad. It's two words in one. Tzipordeya. And in the Kavanot of the Haggadah, this idea of Tzipordeya. Tzfardeya is a play on the word Tzipordeya, the bird of knowledge. Let's see what this, idea, this means. So we see this idea of Da'at within there. So Tzipordeya. But we're going to see how this alludes to elevating fear as well. That. The aspect of bird represents yira. And what did we say eretz is? Eretz is fear. My bad. And what did we say fear is? It's the aspect of the earth, as we talked about earlier. From the corners of the earth, we heard songs. Who are these? When it says, Who are these? This is the same letter as mi ele. It's actually a play on the words elokim. You take, mix around those words, you create the word elokim. And what is elokim? It's yira. Um, so we see here, uh, the, and then what did it say after? Ka'av te'ufena. Like that fly as a bird. Ka'av te'ufena, that fly, like that fly as a bird. And knowledge is the root of fear. See here, Rabbeinu ties all the psukim the tikkun lezor of mi elis otiot elokim, which we know is yira, and then this bird that flies. Um, it, at the end of the verse, it brings this idea of that fly as a my bad kaav teufena that flies a cloud. This idea of flying like a bird, um, which is mi ele, which is elokim. So yira is like um, this tzipor. That was a little confusing. Just look inside the, the sources. Rabenu has it all here. And um, look over here. It was the size of this city. Hagron. 
Akrav de Hagronia, we saw this earlier, is actually playing the words Kera Vegaron. To play on the words Kera Vegaron, cry out with your throat. This is the aspect of the Torah that is revealed. Why? No, my bad. Sorry, I skipped a line. As the Chachamim say, in Eovin le Motzehem, that we say about the Torah, that the Torah is life to those who find it, le Motzehem, to those who find it. What is it? What did the Gemara say? Le Motzehem, the one who, those who omit the words of Torah with their mouth. This is the idea of Torah Shabbat Nigle. That one uses um, with his mouth to speak, which is crying out with your throat, using your throat to say the words of the Torah. Because what did Rabbanu say? Through bringing Yirat to its source and that, one merits the Torah that is revealed. How big is this city, Hagron? Yeah, 60 houses. This represents prayer. Says like this, when we call to Hashem with imagery like a human being, meaning when we say Hashem has like ears, for example, or eyes or whatever, we obviously know that God cannot be expressed with this imagery. And when, whenever Hashem makes Himself available to all those who call to Him, meaning that we're able to understand Hashem according to the way we understand Him with this, with these like details, like the ears, the eyes, etc., etc., so that we can He can be more understandable to us. Rabbanu says, This is the chesed from God, a kindness from God. Because if God did not give us this kindness, we would not be fitting, we wouldn't be allowed to reference Hashem with these sort of imageries and praises, with letters and words. Meaning the idea of prayer in itself is an aspect of chesed with all these sort of imageries and details, etc., etc. This is all chesed of Hashem. The fact that we're able to call to Him. This is what it means, 60 houses. This is chesed. How do we know that 60 represents chesed? Which is Avraham, we know Avraham represents chesed. There are 60 kingdoms. It says in Shira Shirim. What Rashi says, this represents Avraham. And what do you know Avraham is? Chesed. Uvate, and when it says Shishim Bate, we're 60, what's the idea of Uvate? Leshon Bate Malchu, these are the houses of kingship. These are the houses of kingship, as it's brought in the Gemara Sota, and it's brought in, the, in Rashi, Shemot Aleph, in chapter 1 of Shemot, verse 19. So, houses represents Uvate, um, the idea of Leshon Bate Melachot, the houses of kingship. And then what it says in Shira Shirim, you support me, or he supported me with the wine jugs, Bashishot, with these wine flasks. Just like one places Ashishot, by the way, it's another word here. Rabban is bringing down to, to make a connection. Not wine jug, but Ashishot are crystal reflectors. Um, you bring them up, these reflectors opposite a great light in order so that you should look at the great light through these Ashishot. The same is true of God's chesed that He decreed that we rely upon Him with these sorts of d- descriptions and imageries. 
and praises that we praise him with. This is what it says, Samechuni, you supported me. Or he supported Shehu Bechinat Samech. Samechuni comes from the letter Samech. It's the same word. Which Samech is six, the Gematria. We know the letter Samech is the Gematria of 60. Of Chinat Shishim Hamanachot, as we said earlier. 60 are these kingdoms. Bechinat Avraham, which represents Avraham. She Bechinat Samech Bate. Which are these 60 houses that we talk about in the Gemara. So the 60 houses is kingship. And this Inam of Chesed, the Chesed of Hashem, that He allows us to pray to Him with all these imageries so that we can pray to Him. And what happened? A serpent came and swallowed it. Tanina, Tanina, serpent represents the Nachash, the primordial snake, who lures a person, who entices a person to pray for the benefit of himself, for ulterior motives. For example, Hashem, give us Parnasa, give us life, give us Parnasa. These are things for us, or any other things that benefit us, and not for others or for Hashem. What happens? A female raven came and swallowed the serpent. What does Rashi say? Female raven. What did the Gemara and Elvin say? It brings two examples of this idea of the raven. One who makes black his face like a raven. Oh no, so... Before this, the Gemara asks a question. It asks the question, where can the Torah be found? And it brings two answer, two answers. One who makes black his face like a raven. And the second answer is, one who makes himself cruel to his children. Um, like, um, like a orev. So let's see what this means. It's a very interesting answer. Rabbeinu interprets these phrases to be that one who prays without the benef- without the intention to benefit himself and he thinks of himself as nothing and he prays and he nullifies his, his corporeality his, his own self like this idea we talked about prayer and he nullifies himself as if he doesn't exist in the world for your sake we are killed each day this is what David the Menach writes in Tehidim. For your sake, Hashem, we are killed. And this is what it says, Shechorot ka'orev, black like a raven. What's the idea? And because of this, when one sacrifices himself to be nothing, the tree perched up and descended on the, the sea, the, the, my bad, the bird perched up, perched up on the tree and ascended and sat on the tree. This is the idea of meriting the aspects of the concealed Torah. It says, He made his, um, he made darkness his hidden place, his hiding place. What does that mean? That the, the secret of the Torah, which is Sitro in this verse, Sitre Torah, the, the secret of the Torah, a person merits Adam Zoche, a person, a person merits them by means of darkness. What is darkness? Soul sacrifice. That he makes his face dark like a raven. Because why are the ravens called? Um, no, my bad. Why are the secrets of the Torah called dark? For the fact that they are very deep in in um, wisdom and musag in um, in these insights. Their insights are very deep. 
So because they're deep, there's not a lot of light that reaches there. It's dark. This is Sitra Torah. This is what it says in the Gemara. Oh, no, in the, yeah, this is Gemara. That the bird ascended and sat on the tree. That it's the tree, which is the dwelling place of Neshamot, of the souls. All the souls emanate from the great tree. As it says in the Zohar Mishpatim. So the souls come from this Ilana Ravreva, this great tree. So what's it saying here? This, this tree in the story is this tree which all the souls come from. And this tree represents the aspect of Oram And in Oram there's length of days over there. As it says, As the days of a tree, so shall days of my people be. Meaning, just like the days of this tree are, so too shall the days of my people be. Meaning, the nation... The Nishamot which come from this tree, um, which is also Arichut Yamim, Oramaba, etc., etc. Vizez but one only merits this tree, um, or this, this, the secret of the Torah through Tfila, prayer. Because desires the prayers of Am Israel, and when Israel pray before him and they fill his desire, God's desire, so to speak. Rabbeinu is expanding a huge chidush here. God, in essence, whenever he accepts our prayers or whenever we pray and we fill his ta'ava, in essence, God then takes on the aspect of, so to speak, so to speak, as if we can say this. The aspect of a woman. Why? Because the woman receives the, the pleasure from us. It says, because Hashem in this case is receiving the pleasure from our tefillot, just like the woman receives the pleasure from her husband. It says, It says, A fire offering that is a pleasant fragrance for Hashem. What is Ishe? A fire offering? comes from the word, obviously, Isha. What happens? Through the pleasant fragrance which he received, which God receives through our tefillot, he then becomes this aspect of what? Um, Isha. He becomes the aspect of a woman, as if to say, What does it say about the woman? The female um, shall court the man, shall surround the man. Takes on basically, he takes on this aspect of a revealed garment. In other words, from the aspect which was initially concealed, that which was initially concealed then becomes revealed through prayer. And the Torah are one aspect, we say in the Torah, they are one. And through the tefillah that we just revealed, that we just prayed, what happens? The Torah becomes revealed. Then the secret of the Torah becomes revealed. Come and see how great the strength of this tree is. It says in the Gemara, what did Rabbeinu say? Come see how great the strength of these secrets of the Torah are. That they are not able to be concealed, or my bad, enclosed within any single thing that has limitations. Boundaries, in any body, God forbid. Except only one who makes himself dark, like he makes his face dark like the, that of a raven, and he makes himself like a raven over his kids. Only a person who makes himself like this, which is what we just explained, then a person can attain the secrets of the, to- of the Torah.
עוד ו' וזה מבחינת חמישה קניינים שקנה. These are the five acquisitions that God acquired in his world. בעולמו, in his world, תורה, קניין אחד. The first acquisition was what? The Torah. God acquired for himself the Torah. זה מבחינת תורה שבגניק דה. רבנו explains, by the way, this is all פרקי אבות. That God made himself five acquisitions, the acquisitions, my bad. The first one was the Torah. Rabbeinu interprets this idea to be the Torah This is the reveal Torah. Another acquisition which God acquired was the heavens and the earth. This is another one. This is the second one. Rabbeinu explains this is elevating Yirat Dat. Eretz Zebchinat Yirat Kanal. What is Eretz the earth? This is represents Yirat that we talked about earlier. Veshamayim Zebchinat Dat. And what is heavens represents Dat. Kidat Hu Chibu. Because what is Dat? Intellect. Dat is a union. Why? How do we know this? Also, if you look at this, that is a combination between Chochman and Bina, the right side and the left side. It's a union. It's a combination of both of them. It's the perfection of both of them. Kemosh Ketubah, it says, the Adam Yeda, and a man shall know, the Adam Yeda, and a man shall know, what's his idea? When it says, the Adam Yeda, It's actually a language of relations that a man, that basically Adam came with Chava, etc. Um, meaning, Da'at is actually an expression for coming together. So we see here that Da'at is a chibur, Da'at is a union. Ve'adam yedan, Rabbeinu proves it with this pasuk. So we see that this represents the heavens. Esh umayim, Because what is the heavens? Heavens is also a union of two things. Just like Da'at is, heaven is also... Or Shamaim, the heavens are one are a union of two things, which is what? Esh Umaim. Depending on the words Esh, fire, and water, Maim. They're joined together. This is the heavens. Where fire and water are joined together. Just like that joins two things together. As we see man and wife. Same is true of the Shamaim. Abraham What is Abraham? Abraham is another acquisition which God acquired. So the third one which where it mentions in, in Pyakavot. Abraham Kinyanechad. Abraham Is the third acquisition. Abraham represents prayer. Which are the 60 houses which we talked about earlier. Which Rashi explains as being this idea of Abraham. Um, as we talked about in Shira Shirim. Shishim um, As we said in Shira Shirim, 60 are these kingdoms. Israel are also another acquisition. Israel represents justice or judgment. Which is what elevates Yirah, what we talked about. You cannot elevate Yirah except by means of what? Judgment, judging yourself. His laws, his chukot, his mishpatav, his laws are for Yisrael. So we see here this idea. That Israel represents Mishpat. Bet Hamikdash Kinyan Echad. The the temple was also another acquisition. Zebchinat Sitchei Oraita. This is referencing the secret of the Torah. Shizochin Nahem Al Dei Atfila. Why? We're going to see this represents the secret of the Torah. That one merits only the secret of the Torah through prayer. Shei Bichinat Avraham, which represents Avraham, which we said earlier. Veze Harze Kanatay Yimino. This is what it says in Tehilim. Harze this mountain Kanatay Yimino. Which his right hand acquired. This mountain, which his right hand acquired. This mountain is obviously referencing the Har Hamoya, which the Beit Hamikdash is built upon. This is the right hand, and what's the right hand? It's the aspect of Tfila. Because what did we say earlier? The right represents Avraham with Chesed, and what is this idea? We said Avraham is Tfila. We said that Tfila is Avraham. 
And why is it uh, called Ahar? It's called Ahar, a mountain, that the Bet HaMikdash is called a mountain, Al-Shem Omek or my bad, the Sitre Torah, which we said is the bit, like the Bet HaMikdash, is called a mountain for what? Omek HaMusag, the depth of the insight, the depth of the intellect that is within the secret of the Torah. This is why it's called Har, mountain. Venikra Bet HaMikdash. And why is it called a Bet HaMikdash? Bechinot Kodesh. My bad, Venikra Bet HaMikdash, and it's called a Bet HaMikdash. Bechinot Kodesh, which represents this idea of Kodesh, holy. Bechinot Reshit. And what is holy? It's the aspect of Reshit. Um, the first. Reshit, I believe that is in um, Yermia, chapter 2, verse 3, I believe. Uh, as it says, Vechol Zar lo yochal Kodesh. And any foreigner, anyone who is not um, a Jew, cannot eat this, this Kodesh. Any foreigner cannot eat this Kodesh, this sanctified food. What is Rabbeinu saying? No person shall eat this except um, for those who he called to partake, those of his sanctified ones. Bet Amigdash represents the secret of the Torah. Rabbeinu ties this together that the idea of the Bet Amigdash is the secret of the Torah which can only come through prayer which is Avraham. So, and this is an explanation of what it says in the verse. You shall be for me a kingdom of Kohanim. kingdom. This is referencing the Torah. This is an aspect of the Torah that is revealed. Because through the Torah, kings rule. Meaning it's only through the Torah that kings have the ability to rule. So kingship comes through Torah. And what is kingship? It represents revelation. It's the revealed. Kingship is revealed. It's not secret. It's revealed. Because there's no king without a people. And everyone needs a king. Because what did he say earlier? Why was the Torah game on Sinai? They bring the parable. Everyone needs um, a grain merchant. Everyone needs this thing. So Sinai, just like everyone needs it. Um, everyone needs the Torah. This is the idea of Mamlechet Kohanim. The kingdom. Mamlechet, this is the aspect of Torah. This is Tfilah. And what did he say to prayer? Is it we know it's Abraham as we were talking about earlier? HaKadosh Baruch told Abraham, you are the Kohen Leolam, the priest that is forever. You are the, old, you are the, the priest forever. You are the Kohen. Abraham is Kohen and Abraham represents Tfilah. Then Kohen too represents Tfilah because Abraham is a Kohen. The Goy Kadosh. And what is Goy Kadosh? Um, holy nation. It says in the end of the verse, The Goy Kadosh, a holy nation. This represents the Bet Amigdash. This is the concealed Torah, Kodesh, which is called Kodesh. Um... Um, which is called Kodesh. And how does one merit this secret of the Torah? Or how did one merit all that we just talked about? When one elevates and binds Yir'ah up to Da'at, which is its source, through what? How does one do this? Through Mishpat. When one does this with Mishpat, one elevates Yir'ah up to Da'at. These are the, the things which you shall speak. This verse, which we just mentioned, represents Yir'ah. 
Elle est Hadevarin. These are the things. Yira represents Davar. It's called Davar, a thing. Because the essence of speech is within Yira. How do we know this? Because what is Davar? Or Daber. Davar, the thing, comes from the word Dibur, speech. So, and what is speech? Speech is where Yira exists. Yira exists within speech. How do we know this? It's in Gemara Brachot. One who has fear of heaven, his words are listened to, his words are heard. So we see here that Yira exists within the words that a person speaks. So we see in this idea, this is this is the And now we're going through the aspect of Moshe. Moshe Moshe represents Da'at. As we know, Rabbeinu brought this out many times. And Hashem tells Moshe, You have illuminated Da'at. Because Moshe Rabbeinu was Da'at, we also know according to the writings of the Ariya Kadosh, Zohar, etc. And this is what it says, Daika, specifically that you shall speak. Tidaber, specifically. Why? It says in the, in, the, in the verse in Shemot, in Shefer Shemot, if they should have a word by Eli, they come to me. If they should have a word, they come to me. I think that's the idea of Moshe Rabbeinu, saying if they need anything, they should come to me. Israel, and by the way, this is obviously very intentional. Rabbeinu uses this phrase specifically to explain this idea, which represents, we just explained that Ele Devarim is the aspect of Yira. Because Davar is Yira, because Yira goes through, comes through Davar, which is Dibur, speech. Yira exists within speech. And what's Asher Tedaber? Tedaber Daika. Specifically Tedaber, which is this idea of that. We're going to see how. If they should have a word, they should come to me. Davar, obviously, being Asher Tedaber. So. This word which they need to come speak to Moshe Rabbeinu, because Moshe Rabbeinu, I think this is in reference, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but this is in reference to when Moshe Rabbeinu is appointing judges. He tells everyone that, um, um, he tells Yitro and all the people who, Yitro told him that he should place judges, I believe, that he told Yitro, they should have a word, they should come to me. Because Moshe has that. That Yisrael who represents Mishpat, that we just talked about earlier, as we said, Chukav u Mishpat of Israel, the Mishpat belongs to Israel. So we say that Israel is Mishpat. They bind and they elevate Yira to Moshe. Because what is it? Elea Devarim, this is Yira. Asher Tedaber, to the Sinyan of Tedaber, to the Sinyan of Dat. We're going to see here. So Israel, who's Mishpat, binds Yira to Dat. Because what did we say earlier? That only way that Yira can ascend up to that, ascend up to that is through Mishpat. As we said earlier, what is Mishpat? Mishpat That the Chukav, that God's laws and His just judgments are for Yisrael. Nimta. The result is like this. What do we? What is the the final result? That when one binds Yira to that through Mishpat, by means of Mishpat, you merit the Torah that is revealed. And through the Torah that is revealed, one merits prayer. Look at the steps. Pay attention to the steps. First, you have to judge yourself. When you judge yourself, then you are able to bring your up to that. When one does this, he merits the Torah that is revealed. When one merits the Torah that is revealed, he merits prayer. When one merits prayer, specifically prayer that is with self-sacrifice, then he merits the secret of the Torah, Davar. When it says the word Davar, this represents Yirah, it says, Az nidberu Yirah Hashem. 
then those who fear God spoke. Those who fear Hashem spoke. Meaning the idea of speaking comes through this inyan of fearing God. This Torah that we just explained, which is basically done, and now Rabbin is going to explain another inyan. This Torah is applicable to the Pasuk, the verse, in Tehillim, which it says, Enai, my eyes, are upon those who are faithful in the land. Enai, when it says, my eyes, this is God speaking. This represents that. As we talked about Adam and Chava, when their eyes were opened, um, what did we, Rashi say over there? That this idea it's about chokhmah. Their eyes opening is a language, an expression of that they had da'at now. They were given da'at. So this, Enai, eyes represents da'at. We also know that da'at are the ten names of Yudke Vavke. We know that are the ten names of Yudke Vavke. And what are the ten names of Yudke Vavke? If you take Yudke Vavke, which is the numerical value of 26 times 10 for each name, it's 260. It's the numerical value of Shnei Pa'amim Ayin. Two times Ayin, which is I. Okay, I do as is known. Um, let me look. In Etzchayim Shachafe. Drush Bet. Um, there you see this idea that the Ari brings down that Ayn, which is I times two, one thirty times two is two sixty for the twenty for the ten names of Yudke Vavke. So we see here this dot um, that Enai is dot. Enai beneimne haaretz beneimne eretz. What is this idea? Beneimne upon the faithful. Zebchinot Aaron. This represents Aaron. Kamuvam midrash shocher tov. It's brought in the midrash shocher tov. The Aaron represents mishpat. Aaron represents mishpat. And Aaron represents Mishpat. Aaron bore, he, he raised, or he carried the judgment of Bnei Yisrael. So you see that Ne'emne is, repre- is representing Aaron as it's brought in the Midrash. Look over there. Um, and Aaron represents Mishpat because he bore, he, he wore this um, this Choshen HaMishpat, this breastplate of judgment. Um Continuing Eretz Beneemne, so we see that Neemne is referenced to Aaron, which is Mishpat. So it's Mishpat. We have Daat, which is Enai. Neemne is Mishpat. Eretz, what Eretz? Zebichnot Yirah. This we saw earlier is representing Yirah. Um, that Eretz is the aspect of fear. As it says, Eretz Yareah, the, the earth fear, as we saw earlier in Tehidim. So earth and fear are one idea. La Shevet Imadi, as it says in the verse, my. My eyes are upon the faithful of the land. to dwell with me. Sinai. This represents Sinai. Shiflut. Loneliness. It says, I dwell with the humble. So the idea of dwelling with the humble, this idea of dwelling to dwell with me, but the inyan of dwelling with Hashem comes through humility. But um, this represents Sinai because Sinai is low. It's humble. And dwelling represents humility here. Holech bederh tamim. And what did it say? The one who walked on the whole, the wholehearted path, the, the sincere path. This represents prayer. Abraham, which represents Abraham. We mentioned above. Walk before me, go before me, and be perfect, be simple, be sincere. This is the idea of Tfilah, which is Abraham. As Hashem told Abraham, go before me and be sincere. So Abraham represents sincerity. 
And what is this idea of tefillah? Because I will have no represents tefillah. Who ye shachteni? It's he. He will serve me. What's this idea? The, the one who walks in simplicity will serve me. The, the idea of serving me is referencing the secret of the Torah. No, my bad. Who is sitre oraita? The word who ye shachteni. The word who in this in this uh, phrase. Um, he is the aspect of the secret of the Torah. Zebchinat who this represents who. Because what's who? It's in the Zohar Vayetze. Who is a reference or is an aspect of Olam Abba, the world to come, which is this idea of the secrets of the Torah, which will only be revealed in the world to come. But here, Rabbeinu explains how we can reveal it, how we can attain these secrets now. So, may we merit to do all this simple advice that Rabbeinu speaks about, specifically judging yourself. And uh, Tfilah, Torah, the Torah Shebenigle, etc., May we apply this in simplicity, Bezrat Hashem. Amen. Can you